Welcome back to the Six Feet Podcast. My name is Bill Dungey. I'm a volunteer firefighter and registered social service worker out of Brantford, Ontario, Canada. Today we'll be reading through an article from sixfeet.ca entitled, You Don't Need Another Discipline Challenge. This article serves to precede a sort of unique take on a New Year's challenge that we're hosting on Instagram. If you want to follow along, follow us at Six Foxtrot. That's S-I-X-F-O-X-T-R-O-T. I caught myself doing it again. Using search terms like challenge like 75 hard or pull-up challenge. I sit here in track pants and a new tea that Santa brought me. Riding the last few bumps of a good COVID infection. Nothing major, but enough to sit my butt down for some recovery. And I started to pull apart some of my ambitions for 2024 by way of looking for something to kickstart the year. And that's when I figured it out. I don't need another discipline challenge. I need to be disciplined. That statement is pretty punk rock. In fact, I think the very act of pursuing progress pretty punk rock. Let me explain. There are a handful of explanations for our current position. We've managed to get here by way of generation after generation of people just like you designing a better world for us to live in today. I think it's natural to be a part of that cycle and for us to look for something more Maybe it's something we can add to the lexicon of advancement. Maybe it's something we can help move forward. To do that, to help move us forward in whatever capacity you wish to step forward for, you'll need to make sure you have the capacity for offering more of yourself toward that bigger picture. The ability to endure that process is what will set you apart from others that try. Endurance is the baseline for all progress. If you can't sustain your effort over time, your short, white-hot bursts of energy will look like a matchstick trying to light your living room. Those two ideas, that you're a part of something bigger, that you can actively help move forward, and that your personal endurance to do so is based on your capacity for work, is the model for an idea that I've been playing with lately. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. I grew up a 90s kid doing what 90s kids in Ontario did. I spent my life on a skateboard, slapping stickers on street signs and waxing curbs, hanging out behind loading docks and listening to Melancholin. I played in a few thrashy, frantic punk bands, drums or guitar or, you know, screaming. At that time, I distinctly remember feeling like I was a part of something that wasn't the cookie cutter version of what I was supposed to do especially because my grandparents lived with us and I was told routinely that I should conform to what their generation thought 
the regular come up should look like. I always had a certain pride about cutting my own wake through the channel. But I kind of feel like that now too. I feel like there's a large wash of unsaturated normal that conflicts with what I know is possible. Almost like there's this established aura of good enough that hinges on an apathy we've been taught. So what if I don't get it done? Nobody else is doing it. Every time I try to get this going, it just gets shut down. Fuck it. What I'm suggesting here is an active response to the mechanisms that are designed to prevent us from moving forward. An aggressive posture and calculated movement toward making things better despite the organized industries that rally against this idea. So you don't need another discipline challenge. Challenges like 75 hard, go ruck, and miracle mornings offer you something. That's for sure. In fact, I'm a big fan of those programs because they can not only inspire change, but can help build a better understanding of how to build habits. The thing is, those time-limited challenges can help you do a bunch of stuff but they don't really help you to understand why those actions are helpful for the big picture. Remember, this is predicated on the premise that there are multi-billion dollar industries operating to actively interrupt your personal and organizational progress. I'm gonna read that again. There are multi-billion dollar industries operating to actively interrupt your personal and organizational progress. Every day that you don't invest your effort into fighting back against the forces that are trying to usurp your lifestyle, you're letting them win. These industries are spread between media, nutrition, finance, fitness, and leagues more. Take a few moments to think about how your perspective on health, world events, and your own reflection in the mirror are adjusted by content streams, shitty ingredients, and the algorithmic influence of millions of dollars worth in advertising. Fight back. The idea that you might not be in total control of the way you think should be fuel enough to make a change. I figure we don't really take that information to the very root often enough. Since we're so habit-driven, it makes me wonder how many of my habits are born out of this too. How often am I acting the way programmers want me to act? How much of my day-to-day -day life is built on a foundation that's been poured by advertising firms, focus groups, malicious state actors, and bot farms? A discipline challenge might serve well to help me get back on the treadmill specifically, but they largely miss out on this critical idea. We need to understand the specific areas of our lifestyle that can be improved so we can build personal capacity to help move forward the institutional problems we all complain about online. You know, how the training division is missing the mark or how your kid's school isn't running the right extracurriculars, and how the rookies aren't coming up like how they used to be. Oh, and you know how everybody's complaining about X? That too. 
Okay, so what's the answer? Well, for a long time now, Six Feet has been preaching the importance of operational readiness. I believe that is the functional, realistic answer. Operational readiness is the overall holistic, personal measure of your capacity. It's the promise you make when you get on scene. I'm ready for this. Operational readiness spans nine sectors of your personal lifestyle. All of these sectors are entrenched in your routines and are informed by intrinsic and extrinsic motivators. As we've been prattling on about here, the dimensions of your lifestyle see expression via your effort or lack thereof, but they receive influence by a couple other factors. You'll have a baseline set by your own come up. These lessons learned by your environment and your own interpretation of your experiences will set those intrinsic or internal motivations. However, the extrinsic or external motivators we've covered above are constantly carpet bombing our day to day with a scope and scale that an industry that employs thousands of people can build. The odds aren't in your favor for beating that back without understanding what's actually under attack. These motivators are what discipline challenges usually hit. They try to redefine some of the intrinsic motivators overall or eliminate some of the extrinsic motivators. Discipline challenges rarely look at the system that makes up your operational readiness as a systemic process and instead chunk out slices of it, fitness most commonly, to hopefully create a new motivator out of the positive results from the work involved. Understanding these nine domains requires no discipline challenge. Emotional. How are you feeling once all the static stops? There are flashing screens, social pressures, and tremendous information overload at play. Financial. How do you stage your bank account for the future or a major problem? It's easier than ever to buy shit you don't need. If you lost out on work for a month, can you keep the lights on? Physical. Can you run, lift, and fight? You don't get to schedule the big one. There are many outlets defining what is enough. Intellectual. Can you clearly identify false information? In the age of AI, you must know the difference. Learning is a skill. Social, who's in your circle? It's entirely possible to have people poison your well. It's not comfortable, but you may have to ID the actual people who are negatively shaping your lifestyle. Occupational, are you solving problems? Culture boils from the bottom. You're an asset towards making things better, or you're not. Spiritual, what do you believe? You should have your core beliefs clearly defined and operationalized. Environmental. What does where you stay say about you? The state of the places you stay are a reflection of your operational readiness. And lastly, creative readiness. 
Do you produce more than you consume? Developing your ability to rethink complex tasks is something that we steep in expression. The real discipline challenge is iterating and moving on all of these domains. For about a month, I started posting about a ruck march called the 6 feet 12 miler. I told people on our Instagram feed that they could ruck 30 pounds over 12 miles with no specified time limit. As long as it was done in one trip and some kind of proof was sent, I'd send out a 6 feet ruck patch, no questions asked. Exactly 1.09% of our followers completed the 6 feet 12 miler. I figure that number represents a larger swath of people. Around 1% of the population, I think, are staging to actually make things better. They're taking on the personal responsibility of developing their character. Those people, the one percenters, represent the shift needed to regain ground in the fight for our minds, bodies, and souls. Patch holder or not, dear listener, I'd like to imbue this thought. The nine domains outlined here make up your own readiness. No matter your role, you will be called to action. Your capacity to help in that moment is measured by the work you do in preparation for your call to duty. If you're a parent, it might come in the throes of a midnight fever. If you're an employee, it may come after one of your distributors is hit by ransomware. When your crew is called to the big one, only your personal preparations will sow the investments needed to perform. All at the same time, all the time. In our article, The Heroic Ideal, we make the argument that several standards are constantly being sent for measure against your performance. We use the phrase, all at the same time, all the time. This mindset is applicable here. The nine domains of your readiness are active all at the same time, all the time. If you're too preoccupied with outstanding debt, you won't be able to focus on good exercise. If conflict at work takes up too much of your mental real estate, it'll be more difficult to make sure you're getting the proper nutrients in each meal. When you're too taxed from a course, your sleep will inevitably suffer. Doing 100 push-ups every morning for 30 mornings is a great way to do a lot of push-ups. That process doesn't illuminate the holes in your domains of readiness. Actually, it may even make existing sore spots a little more problematic. As you become more critical toward your ability or inability to perform those push-ups, you may be misusing energy that you could otherwise invest toward course correcting on some of the issues that already plague your lifestyle. Instead, I suggest a focused and deliberate measure of your habits to see if they're serving you. I would look at actually listing each domain, perhaps in a journal, and forming a wide area look at where each one fits into your current day-to-day. -day. Are you in balance? Do you need to intentionally spend more time on one domain?
What's the smallest possible expression of effort toward that domain that you could muster on a daily basis? Can you tie that effort into something you're already doing? To identify the places you need to personally attend to is to take back power in your decision-making process. It's the act of admonishing your future self against the systems that are actively trying to pull apart your hard work. It's our last bastion of control in a world of dopaminergic brain hackers. Figuring yourself out and getting your shit together is the new punk rock. Henry Rollins, lead singer for Black Flag, wrote an article in 1994 about his discovery of fitness and weightlifting, but also about what that did for his perspective. He said, There's no better way to fight weakness than with strength. Once the mind and body have been awakened to their true potential, it's impossible to turn back. Derive from this talk one thing. Your very existence is hunted. Concurrently, by corporations, social leeches, and time itself. Certainly, the obligation to prepare for the events in your future that will test you rests solely on your shoulders. By focusing your efforts on what you can control within the nine domains we've discussed today, you can bolster your chances of survival. And maybe, if you've got the endurance to do it, thrive. This reading is from an article on sixfeet.ca called You Don't Need Another Discipline Challenge. It's the preface for something unique we're working on through January. Want to know a little more? Come check us out on Instagram, at 6foxtrot. That's S-I-X-F-O-X-T-R-O-T. I'll see you next time.